0: Okay, Miss Monica.
1: Hello. I'm
0: so legit excited to talk to you. And look, we're both blue. Look at us, blue and purple. Blue and
1: purple. Oh,
0: it's so nice to see you. It's nice to see you. How, so how long have we been friends? I think we met on MySpace. Maybe.
1: We met. Yes, we met on MySpace through my husband. Um, he was mutual friends. Oh, I met you because he has all of your work. Oh, cool. So that's how I met you. And I think, I want to say at least maybe almost two decades.
0: Yeah, it's been a long time, right? Yeah. Wow.
1: I've been married wow. now for going on 18 years right on you know.
0: so what year did you get married i can't do math oh okay oh wow oh my god that makes me even yeah so we got married in 1997. i'm horrible with dates even important ones 96 96 or 7. i think 97 right i think we got married right before we went on the big cold tour That's. Cool. i think yeah how funny oh I can't believe this is the first time we've talked. I don't think we've talked on the phone before. No? We've
1: talked on the phone before, but not in video or not. Yeah. In- yeah. There's I Phone chats before on health. But other yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I think back when I was um, either pregnant with Dirk maybe or newly had him, I think we talked on the phone, if I remember. Yeah. I don't know. Girl, my brain, I can't keep track of anything. I can't either. It's we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I I wanna start off by saying how beautiful you are. You are so pretty and I love your new hair. It's so pretty and you're just so pretty. I see you from somebody that's well whatever. No, but you were you were talking about my makeup and I literally laughed. I, I, I need to stop saying literally. I laugh every time I do it because I, I kid you not, I just go like this. And, like, there's no plan to it. One eye never matches the other. And, and, and I, I laugh because I follow a lot of, like, makeup guru-type people. And they're so, like, meticulous. And they have these routines. And they mm-hmm. put all this effort. And I will just take eyeshadow and go and then eyeliner and then it and it looks like it's ridiculous it really is ridiculous
1: i was, i'm gonna say maybe the last three years where i've actually really done my makeup um when i got a professional job i started looking more professional right and i started to watch like jeffree star and yeah and boy, George and things of that nature yeah. because I've always been admired. Sure. These makeup. Yeah, are fantastic. I would love to at least one day do my makeup that good.
0: Well, it looks really beautiful. Like your eyeliner looks fantastic.
1: I I have trouble with it, but I today. It yeah,
0: to be- <laughs> I, I think the benefit that I have of Putting it on like garbage is that if it looks like garbage, it's okay because that was what I was intending to do. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway,
1: okay, yeah, just yeah, just like, like going through this whole pandemic, we're just kind of <sighs> just going with it.
0: Yeah, I we've had a lot of discussions about this and the vaccine and everything. Of course, you know, I finally have my appointment for Monday. And I'm so, of course, nervous about it because I'm nervous about everything. But I decided uh, today that I'm going to try to redirect my um, anxiety about it into spite. Like, I'm going to get this to spite all of you that won't get it. And that way, I'll have, like, righteous anger replace (laughs) fear and anxiety no, I don't I, know. Yeah, I don't I know. Same
1: thing. I did the same thing. I used it um as a tool of some sort just to get through by it and because you know, I I had a nervous anxiety about it for 2 days. Um but I knew that I had to get it to not to only Yeah. It others but also my 68-year-old mother who lives with us. Right. I'm like I'm not a, I'm not going to put her under another situation like what she had to go through with my father. So I'm just like, this is going to happen. And so I did research. I'm glad that you're getting Pfizer. I think Mm -hmm. Pfizer is the one that I researched the most and found to be more accurate in numbers and whatnot and statistics. And I think, you know, go for it. If you can't get Pfizer, but you can get... Of course, two. yeah. Just get something. Something, yeah. Care about not only others, but kind of your loved ones and your neighbors and your family members and your best friends. Um, I've not seen any of my best friends for a year and a half now, and we only live an hour and a half away.
0: Right. Yeah, I think for me, like, I have no fear of the actual vaccine. Like I. I trust the science of it 100% and I believe in vaccination and all of that. My thing is always first waiting around to do it. The appreh- like the anticipate and I'm this way whether it's going to a concert, going to the movies, going out for coffee with friends. The waiting for me is the part that gets me anxious. Once I'm there in the seat, I'll be fine. You know once I get the shot my 15 minutes is passed I'll be fine it's the anticipation leading up to it and like I already am anticipating that I'll be physically ill for the next several days until Monday till I get the shot and then I may have side effects from that but I'm expecting that so I just, I know my body, and even though mentally I know there's no reason to be nervous, no one's died from this, you know, it's going to be fine, my body doesn't listen to that and does what it wants anyway, so I'm going to have an upset stomach, and I'll probably, you know, have that, like, racy heart feeling, and my face will be hot, and all of that stuff until I'm done with the vaccine, and that's just reality and it doesn't help that i've had this stupid vertigo for the past like what three weeks now so i'm just like you know how my brain works i'm like oh it's probably not the fluid in my ears that the lady at cbs minute clinic said it's probably i have a brain tumor someplace or my vertebrae in my neck is like jacked up or like i have a blocked artery or (laughs) you know what i mean like that's what my brain does um, yeah. even though, even though she said your vertigo is caused from fluid in your inner ear, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, but, but it's not going away and I still have it and blah, blah, blah. So anyway,
1: the life of a girl, I know, you know you are affected with anxiety. I mean, daily battles that we go through or, you know, it's just, this it's real. Has been rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah i've had to actually start taking new supplements for my mental well-being and i hadn't taken anything in the last 20 years but i'm like hey we're here they're there i need something of some support so that i can sleep um this pandemic sleep is ridiculous everybody has nightmares all the time you can take melatonin, and you get worse nightmares i've had the worst nightmares in the last two weeks from switching over to one dose of melatonin to a greater one mm. they can't sleep yeah it's not yeah it's like our brains are nonstop, and we're always having to think about something or yeah. like worry about something or you know whatnot but
0: um yeah we're by. we are and you know So Mike works, um, I'm not gonna reveal where he works, but uh, they already had provided the uh, vaccine to the employees. And so uh, Tuesday, he sends me this mess, or no, it was Tuesday or Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday. He sends me this email and he's like, tonight at seven o'clock, they're opening it up for family. We're gonna register tonight. We're gonna get this vaccine. You're gonna get it going, which I would have ended up having it yesterday if I got an appointment. And I was so nervous all day, just sick to my stomach. My heart was racing, you know, classic anxiety, my face is hot, all that. And so we get logged in and everything, and I'm trying and I'm trying. And as soon as an appointment pops up and I click it as fast as I can and sorry, this one, you know, so we went through this whole thing and I, and I did this for an hour trying to get this appointment and I couldn't get one. And I was so like, des- you know, sad. And then I'm like, okay, well, now I can just relax a little. Because I, I know I don't have to get the vaccine. And then today, I'm sitting here working, and my friend at work just got her vaccine yesterday. And she said, Tara, she sends me a text. They just released 80,000. They're going to they're gonna put them up at 11 o'clock, and it was like 1045 or something. Get in there right now. And so I did, and I logged into the system, and I'm clicking, and I'm clicking, and it's sorry, sorry, sorry. And then my students were, like, asking me questions, so I had to put the thing down, and I had to go teach. And then I got back to my phone, and I'm like, I'm never going to get an appointment. And I just kept clicking, and all of a sudden, the message popped up that I got an appointment. And I just, like, broke down crying, and I'm like, why am I crying about this? Like, it was just this weird relief and like nervousness and just like, I can't believe like, okay, phase one is going to be over on Monday. And then once phase two is done, then I can just like not worry about this damn vaccine anymore, you know, and like how it's going to affect my body and all the rigmarole of going and doing the appointment and everything. And it'll be all gone and I can go back to normal life again, you know,
1: it's going to be nice. I, I feel the same way. I'm, i am ready to be over with so that i can just move a little bit more freely and less worrisome less
0: you know, less, less fear. fear yeah less, less fear. fear yeah because yeah. um, i still wear my mask we're still gonna wear our masks we're
1: still gonna wear our mask yeah. yeah. double mask i've been double masking mm-hmm. since day one due to the fact because of my autoimmune diseases right so i'm not even gonna risk that then i had to go get mother from texas mm-hmm. and then it, you know, it was I pat ourselves on the back. We did two family moves in one, <laughs> a span of three months. And this That's fantastic.
0: Months. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we did it and mom's here with us now and I'm grateful because I don't have to worry about her and she doesn't want to go out. Then we'll bring her something, you know, from the drive through or something and she's yeah. cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, And I and I know you're like us,
0: like every single thing that comes in the house, we wipe down with a Clorox wipe. Everything. I go get coffee. The cup gets wiped down and I wipe everything I touched in the car and I mean every piece of mail every every single thing every grocery everything. Uh, And you know, I know some people like that's being paranoid or whatever. It's like none of us have had even a sniffle in the in a year. None of us. So it works.
1: Yeah, something we're doing is working.
0: Yeah. Mike gets bronchitis every year. None of it. We haven't been sick at all. Knock on wood.
1: Everyone's covering up, so there's like no um, regular illness like this or, or, you know, sniffles here or sore throat because everyone's pretty much masked up and not passing each other, which makes you realize you're like, wow, why should I get how other countries walk around with masks? Right.
0: I hope people learn to do that because why should we get sick if it can be avoidable like it's is it really that big of an inconvenience to cover your face no it's really not you know and actually I like it kind of
1: I have really pretty ones
0: (laughs) that's cute yeah I kind of like it because I know that you're I know you're like me and that you sort of have like a social anxiety kind of a thing and I find that having my face covered it's it's sort of akin to wearing sunglasses on stage there's like this mental thing like people can't see you or like there's a barrier there so they're not going to like idly chit chat with you like they would you know i don't know i I actually like it i like not having my face exposed
1: i've made masks i've purchased masks i like my mask um I, like I said, I pretty, I put the pretty ones on. My mother has these gorgeous sequined out ones and (laughs) yeah, we're just going to just do our thing. And yeah, I'm just, but back to the whole, you know, anxiety and stress and whatnot. I think that this pandemic has made a lot of us be more in tune with each other and ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's rough on some people um i've had my good days and my bad days as well for sure it's just one of those where you're like okay i can't really do anything to get out of this situation so what am i going to do to create a healthy environment in my own home mental wise health wise physical wise all of that there's where you know my whole nature path thing i made things
0: like yeah
1: Health has to be like your number one thing. There's so much you can do, but a lot of it is don't be so stressed out all the time. Um, yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard for and including myself, but I've learned to meditate, take walks. Um, my best friend has encouraged me to be an artist again, and I haven't really drawn or painted in a really long time um i love the stuff you post yeah really cool i've tried to do what i can for myself i've done different types of art i make patches
0: that's awesome
1: wait hold that
0: hold that back up again that patch i want to see that that is cool yeah i remember you posted that that is cool
1: i do that i do these little creatures you know
0: yeah
1: I also do Day of the Dead um, ornaments.
2: Oh, how cute.
1: Things of that nature plus jewelry. And then, of course, like I said, I art. And this is my piece.
0: And that's awesome.
1: For health-wise, doing this actually helps this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cute.
1: And I I thank my best friend for being the encouragement. um, It doesn't matter what time of the day he does or he goes to work, has children, has a family and he still arts. And I'm like, I don't have children. I have a mother, I have a husband, but what am I doing? I'm not really doing anything to help myself mentally. So I need to art. Yeah. I need to do something encouraging. And I've done a lot this year and i took some classes and i became a certified death doula finally oh wow that to me had been something that i had put in the back burner for the last i would say six or seven years i finished my prenatal postpartum doula (laughs) training but i never finished my death um, doula and so i took this opportunity and for the pandemic, during the pandemic, that I should do something and finish up at least that last degree.
0: So can you explain to me, and probably everybody that doesn't know, what that, what exactly is that? What, what does that entail? Because it sounds pretty dark.
1: It sounds dark, it could be morbid, but at the same time, it's comforting. You're the person that a family or a sibling will hire to transition their loved one into the next realm. um you will sit by them and comfort them provide any type of comfort music wise um it's kind of like you're the sister to the hospice group um you come that's actually
0: really beautiful
1: you sit read to them uh you know their family is going to be in extreme pain and suffering due to their you know mental well-being of already getting prepared that they're going to lose their loved one right so sometimes they can't think and they can't right. make the decisions properly you're there to assist the family and the the love and the well-being of the person that's going in transitioning Aww,
0: that's beautiful so, there really is i mean it
1: really is um,
0: that takes a special special person to be able to take that burden on
1: yeah it's a burden it's a i have not had a client due to the pandemic but there are forums and groups that i've joined here in the dc metroplex area and they're the most just sweetest people and i think yeah if you have that in you then of course I'm not saying I'm an angel because I'm not, but it, I have not also had the the thing where I'm hired as a death doula. Um, right. m- most of my things that I've done in the past has been naturopathic work.
0: Mm-hmm. I know yeah. you've been a huge help to me. I mean, uh, you know I have you as my um friend, obviously, but I also respect you um, professionally, your medical expertise. And I also have my friend Allison, who's also a doctor, and so I, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always running stuff by you guys because you know you know how I am, and I'm always like, please just tell me I'm not dying. I need somebody that knows about medicine right now to tell me, Tara, you're not, you're not dying. Calm down. <laughs> and you guys, um, you know, really. Helped me a lot because I get very. Um, I, it's I guess it's the anxiety, you know, and because I do have weird responses to medicine and even vitamins and food and you know caffeine and everything. So I'm always afraid to try new things, and I'm always like, oh, what's it gonna do to me?" When you know, any time a doctor prescribes me like an antibiotic or anything. I'm always having a damn reaction to it and it's not in my head. It's legit, you know, but yeah. after, after a while, you're just like, maybe I am crazy, like maybe, you know, and so when I talk to you and stuff and you're like, no, my husband has the exact same thing. That's a common side effect. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm legit here. I'm not like losing my mind. <laughs> So it's it's a huge, I mean, obviously that's not the only reason I talk to you, but you're you're a huge comfort to me in that way, knowing that I can reach out to you and be like, okay, I just tried this supplement and I feel like that. Is this normal?
2: What is this? What is this? this? this?
0: (laughs) Exactly. Because I have such stupid, just stupid side effects to stuff. Um, I, I feel like, and I was told this, Like some doctor told me this one, one time, and she was like, she's actually a nurse practitioner who I just loved. She's like, some people are just hyper aware of every minute change that goes on in their bodies. And so when you take something and you're super aware, you can get freaked out. Whereas other people take stuff and they don't really pay attention kind of to the effects of it on their body. They just... Take it. I mean, I guess that's why I like, I can never drink. I can't drink. I don't, I can't take dr- Not that I've t- really tried to take drugs, but I know better than to try to take drugs. I mean, I, it's irritating. Like I wish I could just guzzle it all and, yeah. <laughs> and not care. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm like that. I have a very sensitive system. Um, and my husband does too. my, and then my mom, my poor mom, cause she's so tiny yeah um, i always have to dose her like a child, a child.
2: <laughs> like a nine-year-old <laughs> like,
1: no, you, between you, uh, limits, take that and i think it's really cute but at the same time for her being you know 68 years old, she's in good health and uh, yeah that's I, good I'm blessed, you know i'm blessed that she's okay yeah and that she's living here with us and I give her all kinds of stuff all the time and she's like what do you have for this or what do you and I'm here take this take that um yeah the latest thing that i've gotten myself into is delta 8.
0: what is that
1: um it is a cbd gummy okay it's a it's a large strain um of cbd it's its own branch chain but it helped with pain and inflammation and whatnot and some people claim that it makes them a little you know high but I've not felt that I just feel the sense of not being in pain all the time and being able to function. Um, I think clearer with them. Mm. I don't take them every day though I only take them here and there. But they've they've done well for me they're legal to purchase Um, you can get them on Amazon. Um, they taste fine. I don't see, but I wouldn't suggest them for children per se, but if you're over 18 or whatnot, yeah. Oh, cool. If you have migraines or headaches or bad pain or any kind of inflammation and joint pain, sure.
0: I did get that Charlotte's Web oil that you, the CBD oil that you, um, suggested to me. Though I keep forgetting to take it. I should probably, I don't know why I keep forgetting to take it, but yeah
1: that that in itself helps with anxiety um i need I to like remember the, to take it i really do like the combination of cbd and maybe some uh rescue remedy which is flower essence
0: i have that per your suggestion i keep it in my purse
1: Yeah, um, Yeah. it really helps to take off the edge. Um, Maybe I
0: should take a bunch of that before I go get my vaccine.
1: (laughs) I I would definitely, yeah, totally the CBD because the CBD can actually help, you know, with the pain and inflammation of the people. Okay, yeah. I definitely would do that. Um, I I took a bunch of stuff right before we went, but one of the other things that people are suggesting and talking about, too, is um, your... Sam Bucus um, Mm. elderberry gummies great for the immune system the kids will like them you like them take them yeah actually I think
0: I actually do have some of uh, I think I still have some I might have finished them up I've been taking this one and I can't think of the name of it but you know that brand goli they they came out with one and it was like Ashwanga something the blue ones okay I bought those and I don't know if they do any good for me or not, but they taste delicious. (laughs) So I've been taking them and, you know, it's hard to tell sometimes whether stuff's actually working or not. But I think sometimes that's proof that it's working that you don't, you know what I mean? Like you're not aware of it. So it, it must be doing something. But i know the last time i got blood work which was i want to say six months ago my blood counts had all improved like drastically and she's like i don't know what you're doing but keep doing it and i was taking the the three apple cider vinegar gummies that you told me to do and you know garlic and
1: uh, you just boosted your immune system yeah
0: so I've been, I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep, I got, I think I got like turmeric and black pepper gummies and some other stuff. So I just, I don't take anything that's kind of, like, I don't like to take anything chemical. Yeah, so, so or or anything that you wouldn't get in, like in food, like, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I am due for some more blood work. So we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. they talking about that. Um, yeah. yeah we, we can do lots of things. I mean. A lot of us also are going through perimenopause or Mm. menopause, and that doesn't help either with the stress. It really doesn't. Like I said, pandemic's been rough. Um, Yeah. A lot of people. I've had a lot of people reach out to me that are just like, I really don't. I'm really uncomfortable right now with health um, due to this pandemic. They're either emotionally wrecked from it. Which causes physically pain and yes. Then women will be like, I'm having the worst hot flashes or I'm having the worst menstrual cycles that I've had in a long time and I can't bleep and I don't know if they're hot flashes or cold flashes or this or that and I'm more snappy and this and that and I will suggest things for them all the time, you know, to help all of the above because yeah. that the one one point is always has to be with the stress levels of where the person is at because if their stress is so high everything else is going to be just like
0: yes that's how i know like i know when i go through periods of really bad stomach problems it's all all traces back to if i'm stressed sometimes i don't even know that i'm stressed it's like this sort of subconscious thing and then you're like, why is why am I sick to my stomach all the time? And you're like, oh yeah, I guess I am stressed out about X, Y, Z. But it's just such a part of life that you don't, you know, you don't really sit there and analyze it when it's every single day all the time.
1: It's like a repeat of a broken record. Um, right. It's literally the same thing except you do them in different um, situations or you change this or change that. But I mean, I... For the last two years, all I see is myself getting up and doing housework or moving or doing this or doing that and never really actually having time to sit down. And when I do, it's social media.
0: Right. And then Which is stressful.
1: You because <laughs> yes. Then we have the people who uh, we've all had them they've not been in our lives, they're in our friends list because we've known them from either elementary or junior high or high school or some sort of that nature. And then you added them and totally forgot about them. And then you post something, you know, legit like vaccine information or this and that. And then they come out out of the woodwork and they scold you or they talk about you in a horrible manner and you're just- what are you doing why what 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 why are you adding to everyone's stress because yeah you just had to be a complete about the situation and you're gonna stress me out because my uh, my other friends are gonna be like well wow that's not a very nice person that just posted something that horrible about you or come back with a horrible comeback and you're like i haven't spoken to you in 10 years why would you say that
0: Right, Monica. Hold on a second. What, buddy? My son wants to tell me something.
2: Can
0: I download a free screen recorder? A free what? Screen recorder. Thank sure. L- I, yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Yeah, you know I go through a lot of that, and I used to try to work things out with people because I felt like responsible for it. And I would always try to fix the situation and come to an understanding. And then I just got to a point where I'm like, you know what? I know who I am and I know I have no ill intentions towards anybody. And if they want to treat me like garbage, I don't have to put up with it. And even if it's, even if it's over as something as stupid as, me posting a picture of superman and them having to make a shitty comment about it i don't have to have that in my life like i don't and,
1: no, and, and i have this now no
0: no, no, <laughs> no it's true though it's so true and it's and like
1: yo like, no, you don't come on to my social media and pretend to be my friend in the
0: backwards
1: yeah. and then you like you said you don't need to be a jerk about it if you have an opinion great keep it to yourself but, you're right showing everyone how horrible of a person you are if you're going to tell me i've unfriended so many friends from high school because of that they're like or oh, this and that or you belong in a cult or you you sell snake oil or yeah oh my god you're a morbid human because you're a death doula without even asking you know what, what it is, is. That entitled or why yeah. did you decide to become this or another of my things is i am officially a certified curandiera, which is a Hispanic Latino shaman. Um, they're very familiar in Mexico and whatnot. My grandmothers were curanderas. Um, they passed the line down to us, whoever the granddaughters wanted to learn the herbs and spices and the calling of that situation. Sure, she was, she was ready to teach us, but those who didn't, didn't. But that, a lot of people would be like, oh my God, You do horrible witchcraft. You're going to kill me. No. No.
0: No. People just don't understand and they don't want to take the time to try to understand, you know, Um, and like you, a lot of it comes from people from childhood or like specifically um, people in Ohio that I grew up around and some very, very close to me who have such, backwards ways of thinking that I, I feel like because they never left that little area, they've never been exposed to Mexicans or you know other religions or and so to them it's like this great unknown evil because they don't know it. and it's like when you get out into the world and you realize we're literally all exactly the same. We all want to live a peaceful, happy life, be healthy, be loved, have family, have a home, have a roof you know. Then you stop caring so much about the little details of what you believe about, you know, what's your God and what's your you know, you stop caring about that stuff because we're all essentially the exact same, you know? And I it it's disturbing to me that some people just sort of refuse to acknowledge that other people are allowed to live how they want to live because it doesn't affect you at all. It's just so bizarre and it's it's aggravating to me.
1: It's just, I think it's just so sad and a lot of it has to do with their upbringing and whatnot. But I mean, you get to the point where you're at a certain age and you start thinking logically for yourself. Sure. Um, and if you can't make proper decisions or be nice to people and have some kind of efficacy towards one another, then I don't Yeah I don't understand. You're just like you're an adult now, you take care of your own situations and you can think freely. You don't have yeah. to think like everybody Right. Does.
0: And like how and how some people can't see past like their training, you know? There's certain things that I thought as a kid because of how you're taught and the environment that you're in. But as you grow older, you realize, wait a minute, that's not not right. That's not the right way to think. And so you grow and you adjust and you change. And it's just weird to me how people can, like they sort of will dig their heels in over things instead of trying to step back and say, okay, what is the point this person's trying to make? They just automatically fight it. Like, even just over something as stupid as those damn Dr. Seuss books, okay? Like, they didn't even stop to look at the reality of the situation. It was just like, leave Dr. Seuss alone. It's like, but you're not listening to, like, you're not even reading the whole story. Like, it's not, it, it's it's just so frustrating to me. And, like, knowing so many people like that and... And and even very close in my own family. It's really frustrating to me. And then today I went for a walk this morning. And often when I go for walks, I kind of talk to God, you know, it's like my sort of prayer time. And just this overwhelming thing hit me of like, you need to show these people the kind of grace that you would hope that they would show to you. And I'm like, okay, that's really hard. That's perfect in, in theory, right? Right. that you want to accept people where they are but it's really hard in practice because it's so frustrating that people have backwards ideas and i just i'm like okay i am ch- I'm, I'm gonna try i'm gonna try <laughs> but, I'm,
1: I'm gonna try to use the golden rule
0: yeah it's so hard
1: give it and i yeah i don't i don't know i mean i just Again, we're back to pandemic. Um, It's just where a lot of this has intensified over the year in a few months that we've been in it. People are just ruthless now. And I just, I've seen so many true colors come out and I've lost friends. I've lost- Oh yeah, yes. uh, For speaking mine, um, for being myself, for living, for Educating or trying to for educate, or for example, you know, if I want to take a supplement for mental health and I suggest it to you or suggest it to another friend, and then another friend's like, No, you can't suggest that, they need to go to a therapist or whatnot. You're not a therapist. I was like, And your point is, Why did you butt into this conversation? Right? It's like, Yeah, yeah, no etiquette right whatsoever they'll just spew out and then you're like that person wasn't asking you and they chose to ask me and i answered for them and i'm sorry you don't like it but um that's not we weren't having that conversation it was our mutual friend
0: well and monica i've never known you to be like i have all the answers you 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 merely provide a suggestion that's I mean, I've, I've asked you so many times, you know, stuff. We've just, and not even asked you, just in conversation. And it's like, you've never been like, do X, Y, Z. You know, you're like, try this, see if it works, you know. So for somebody to get butt hurt about this, very strange. And I do. I
1: have, I've had to lose family members over it because they're like, you're not a doctor or doc- that's not. that. And I'm like, I'm not a medical doctor, but yeah. I did naturopathic school and I am an ND legally, would you like to take a look at my credentials, you know? Right. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm not explaining anymore. I told my mom to my family members, what in title I do? Because between them, I'm either a, a witch or oh jeez you know or or a misleading person of mental health or medical care and i'm just like okay
0: and you would never suggest somebody not see a therapist (laughs) i mean come on come on no yeah i i've cut off some people like and I, I I hate being like this, but I feel like I have to do it for my own mental well being. Like yes. when yes. I see people posting like QAnon conspiracy theories, and they're they're in it, like they are believing it, or like the anti vet stuff. I I can't like I have to cut that because I just can't be connected to it. it it's too infuriating and like. It's so illogical that I can't deal. Like I just mentally can't deal with it, and so yeah. I've I've cut off a lot of people like that, and I, including some family. And it broke my heart to do it, but I'm just like I can't do this with you.
1: No, for your mental well being. I mean, we're under stress already enough. Right. We've got all other things in our home, outside of home, how to not get our family ill and whatnot. And yeah. then you're, you're coming at me with this, and you're just like, no, I don't yeah. really have time for this. You got to go. Family, yeah. or not, I mean, if you're yeah. unhealthy for my well-being, I'm going to have to yeah. ask you to hit it on out. Because yeah, um, I've learned too much now that I'm a, an adult, an older adult, that I it's okay if you don't need them. I don't think I yeah. need them in my life. And it's okay yeah. to say that, too. Or yeah. I'm sounding selfish or I'm going to be, you know, a jerk about this or whatnot, but I'm going to be selfish and I'm going to self-care and I'm going to care about myself for today. I used to think yeah. I can't do that, but now I'm just like, please, let me at least have one day of not able to do anything but just feed me. I need to art yeah. or I need to study or do whatever. But it's moving was the greatest thing that happened for us because we got out of a two-bedroom Apartment in DC <laughs> to a house. Yeah. A lot more fluid now. And my husband does his work and he works from home and he has to do his side projects, his music and whatnot. That's his time. That's his due time. My time is, you know, helping others, suggesting supplements, helping people with, you know, mental situations or do this or do that. And then in the spare time, then I art. Yeah, I do what I can to be, you know, free spirited, but also mentally well, because I just, you know, if I don't do something and I have my own cave here, I'm awesome. not going to be able to function and I'm even I love my mother, but I need times that I need to be away from her as well. Yeah, of
0: course. I feel like everybody needs quiet alone. I mean, that's not even an opinion. Everybody needs quiet alone time. Like you have to have that time to yourself, even if it's just taking a bath and sitting in there for half an hour or, you know, an extra long shower or a drive in a car, whatever, to and from work. I just, it's really been hard because I've worked from home now for like nine years. And usually I was at home all day by myself and Dirk would be either at daycare or at school. And then- I would have a little bit of, like, quiet time to, like, I used to do a lot of writing, like, but between the time my work ended to where I would go pick him up and stuff like that or or whatever, and I don't have that really anymore, so it's, it is. And we all are going through this, like, we're all trapped in the house together, you know, it used to be like, oh, I'll go run, like, go walk around the store for a little bit by myself or, you know, things like that. We don't really have that anymore. So I, I find I go through waves of escapism, like for a long time, like I was walking all the time and it was like this great escape. Well, I can't seem to mentally get back into that again.
1: Like when I walk
0: now, I like I can't get to that zone. So then I find other forms of escapism: writing, um, chatting with people. This podcast was one of the reasons. It, it it was another form of escapism. And so, I hope that other people can figure that out. Like what it is that they need to kind of decompress from. All of the stuff yeah. that's in the world, and it's it's not easy. And in some days I'm good at it, and some days I'm I just I have mental breakdowns pretty regularly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and my poor friends and Mike and you know whoever gets to hear about it, where I'm just crumpled up and have zero self esteem, and who you even am I? I don't you know. Yeah, no, it just happens.
1: Totally get it. I have moments of that or i don't please leave me alone or i just need me time i need to listen to music i need to do something constructive or you know whatever it has to do but i just that whole mentality of just being here all the time is just it's wearing thin yeah <laughs> we got an email today um they're suggesting that Dead Can Dance is going to uh, do their tour after the fall. And I'm just like, at this point, so many concerts we were going to last year got con- canceled. So now I'm just like, it is what it is. My husband was like, you yeah. think it's going to happen? I was like, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it all really do good by getting out. But then there's also the, the thing is like, Wearing a mask at a concert, hmm, okay, well, maybe, you know, maybe it'll work out, maybe not, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe by then, everybody will be vaccinated, and then we can move freely, a little bit more freely, but I, I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know if I should be excited that they announce that they might be coming back, or, yeah. not ex- or kind of getting that anxiety again, like you say, like, I'll be fine when I get there, but up until then it'll be like do i really want to be around all these people
0: yeah i know
1: it's, it's one of the i mean i want to get out but i'm at the same time i'm just i have this fear now and my mother has this fear um where she's like are we going out or what are we doing where are we how long are we going to and i hear the panic and the anxiety in her because i'm like Okay, mom, if you don't feel comfortable going out to the grocery store, then you sit there. We'll do it for you. But yeah. at the same time, I don't want her sitting there all day either because it's messy. Right. right, So, just yeah. like, so can <clears throat> Trying to do late afternoon walks after dinner so that, one, I can try to get back into my health um, pattern because I'm like you. I haven't walked since last summer yeah during during the fall i had no desire to do so and it was something that we were doing daily since my mom had gotten back and i haven't picked it up and i'm trying literally to get back into that yeah routine of walking because you know it's warm Um, it was 80 degrees out here today which was interesting Because I'm sure tomorrow is probably going to be like in its 60s again or, you know, by the end of the week, we'll probably get rain or something. Yeah, we actually had rain
0: here today, which, you know, very rare. (laughs) It was
1: glorious. (laughs) You're like, look, it's raining.
0: I know. Like, it's been cloudy the past couple of days and I'm just like, ah,
1: I love it. (laughs) Love it. 70 clouded weather. That's yes. How you, that you know you're living when it's that type of weather. It's 70 degrees, yeah. cloudy. No yeah, it was
0: it was like, sixty two here and it was it was completely cloud covered. And then in the afternoon, like I want to say like around three o'clock, we had like a really nice rain that lasted for quite a while. And I was just like oh, it's like like a snuggly blanket. <laughs> I love it so much. I don't know how we live in the desert. I really, I don't know how we live in the desert.
1: <laughs> I would love to live in the desert again. Aww. Again,
0: yeah. I,
1: I, would, I would rather live where you are than where I'm at now. Um. But yeah, eventually, I some, someday want to go back to the Southwest. I'm just a yeah. kid at putting my feet on red, red soil and go. Just yeah. Like, I like being in the desert. Um, my husband doesn't, but he was like, I. Hey you know arizona's cool i could see us living there or i could see us i i kid you not i always pick on him all the time and say if we grow old together if we grow old together
0: <laughs> yeah and we
1: don't each other um i want to end up in santa fe i want to oh wanna yeah live in you know like i want to be the little elderly people walking around you know with their stretchy pants and cocktails in their hand and living their life I i love santa fe such a magical place and it has so much memories for me of positivity sedona does too
0: yeah sedona is beautiful
1: i really like sedona um
0: yeah a lot of magic there
1: a lot of magic there i just i both of those places are just so appealing to me. Um, I mean, we could eventually go back to Texas, but nah. Right now.
0: Texas feels like Ohio to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't want to do that. Um, I love Texas, don't get me wrong, but the mentality there right That's, now. That's, yeah. Just like, okay. I, I, I'm not, you know, it's,
0: yeah, see, I, that's like, I'm, a, I'm, I love Ohio, and that's why it hurts me so bad, because I'm like, I love you, Northeast Ohio is so beautiful, and it hurts my heart that there's so many not nice people there. Yeah,
1: I, I totally, yeah, yeah, Texas is the same way, and it's, it's very disappointing and then you have your loved ones who still live there and you're like you poor people you poor people. well
0: in my case they're kind of
1: <laughs>
0: why i don't live there i i, I shouldn't
1: no because tara i th- i say the same thing i don't live in texas for a reason
0: yeah it breaks my heart though Mhm.
1: and i know and i know that
0: from their side of it i'm the problem <laughs> You know, we're
1: always the problem mm-hmm. because we're the different ones. But I
0: just want everybody to be like happy and taken care of. I don't know why that's bad. I don't know.
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm the same way. I tend to take care of my mother. Us damn I'm, socialists. You know, I that's sudden. I know. I,
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I need one I of them. Know
1: according to some people and it's just like okay well you do your thing i'll do mine just don't tell me what to do i'm an adult i want to take care of my mom i think it's heavy i think it's i think it's cool for her to live here with us i think it's I'm adorable my husband that was like yeah sure why not <laughs> yeah you know?
0: well you know after after dirk was born my mom would come out here and stay for like months and months and months and it was great you know we loved having her here she yes. hasn't been. She hasn't been able to come out. Um, you know, it's been a few years now, and of course with COVID and everything. And I'm just like, please get vaccinated. <laughs> she's on the. She's on the fence about it, and I'm just like, please get vaccinated.
1: My mother was too. I, I told her.
0: Really I worried. told her today. I'm like, I know you think I'm being negative about this, but I'm literally desperate for you to stay alive. Get the shot. Please get the shot. And
1: was the same way with my mom. He told her, no, there's no if, and, or, but Um, you're 68. You've been called. You're going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I, I, I thought of this analogy today and I'm like, okay, so if I handed you a squirt gun filled with water and a handgun that was only missing one bullet and I told you, you had to put it to your head. And pull the trigger would you pick the handgun just because you didn't want your hair to get wet or would you pick the squirt gun i mean because a lot of people are afraid of the side of like the because you hear these stories like oh i got the shot and i was sick for like two days and blah 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 and it's like i think that's scary to a lot of people understandably it scares me too but i think i'd rather get squirt my hair wet with the squirt gun Then pull the wrong bullet with the gun. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Which is essentially... Do you want to walk around or do you want to be on a ventilator in the hospital? Right, or give it to
0: somebody. Yeah, or give it to someone.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's not a good situation. Um, I think about
0: how guilty I would feel if I got sick and I was just moderately sick. But gave it to somebody and it killed them. Like you don't know. You don't know how you're gonna be affected by it. And we know with the vaccine it's a hundred percent you're not gonna die. You might get you might still get sick, but they've said it's a hundred percent you're not gonna actually die. Right. If you've got the vaccine. So it's no brainer to me. Like
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's one it's a question that a lot of people are avoiding. Um, I've had friends again from high school or junior high and I'm not gonna get that. Okay, well that's your personal choice but you're also showing me your true colors and how you don't really care about others. There's things like green that you can take afterwards and if you're that paranoid about it being in your liver or whatnot, take the greens, eat your greens and move forward but we've got to can I, I just say, mom and dad and grandpa and grandma?
0: These same people don't care so much about their liver when they're drinking on Friday night. Because most of them probably throw back a few drinks here and there, of and I don't course. think they care about that going into their liver.
1: <laughs> of course, the hypocrisy. I mean, just hypocritical. I can't even say the word because it just it makes me so angry half of the time because that's how I. I know a lot of people are like that. Oh, I'm not going to get that vaccine, or I'm not going to boost my immune system, or I mean, you know, blah blah blah, this or that, or you not going to do this to help my m- mental well-being. Okay, great, but you're also making the rest of us suffer and with COVID, <laughs> well,
2: potentially die, sick. So, yeah,
1: this again, some true colors are showing out, and a lot of people just don't want to face the reality of you have to kind of just think about someone else now instead of yourself. I mean, it's a it's cool to be selfish and return to yourself like the Buddhists say on a daily basis at the end of the night before you lay down, you got to return to yourself. Of course because you are who you are and no one else is going to be telling you what to do or whatnot. but at the same time, you have to be compassionate. And think about others and their well being and how that person is actually helping you, like the retail workers, the frontline workers, whatnot. You go, you're going to a grocery store or you're going to Target and you're gonna go buy something. Um, do you wanna get the person that check you out sick and die? And they have families. Right. They have loved ones and They can't take this home because you were being a selfish, you know what? I I don't, and that's how I see right now, Texas, open it all up. Open this, open that, open the bars up. For what? Dude, get, I am sorry, but if you're that bored, find something to do. Again, art, dance, something. I recently started taking, um, ballet lessons on youtube again from my my dance teacher in high school she suggested some on youtube and i'm doing them and i'm like great i can still do it find something do some tighties some meditation some jogging my husband grill learn how to grill
0: (laughs) (laughs) fishing (laughs) something
1: do something i mean
0: yeah
1: i just I don't really understand. It's not that hard to pick up a book or take a walk or do this.
0: But don't you think?
1: I gotta be at a bar. <clears throat> and you're like, no, I don't. You don't need to be at a bar.
0: Don't you think it's sort of the same mentality of people saying, like, "My, I'm not gonna spend my tax dollars on your health insurance? And, you know, it's kind of that same mentality of like, everything's me, 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 what I want. I'm not going to, I earned what I have. I'm not going to share it with you. And I'm like, I'm just not that mentality. Like, I'm just not. And so it's, it, it, it baffles my mind when people say things like that or like, you know, you'll see a meme post where it'll say like, instead of worrying about homeless dogs, why don't we feed homeless kids? Why can't we do both? Why does it? Ha- why are you making a competition between homeless cats and homeless, you know, kids? Like, yeah. let's do it all. We can. We can have compassion universally. We don't have to say. Like, I saw one the other day that said something like, instead of instead of feeding or instead of taking care of um, illegal aliens, why don't we take care of our vets? Why aren't we already taking care of our vets? First of all.
1: First of all, yes, because you know, I have friends who still haven't had their COVID shot in their, their vents.
0: So, like, why don't we, instead of turning it into a competition between who's more self-righteous to deserves help, why don't we just maybe help and care about everybody? Like, I, and, and the thing of it is, is a lot of these people claim to be Christians who I see saying this, and I'm like, so so when Jesus was feeding the 500, was he, like, you don't deserve a fish that guy deserves it. A- no, he fed everybody. He didn't ask for a rundown of who deserved what and whatever. There was probably a rich asshole standing there getting a piece of fish that, you know, right by the poor guy that legit needed the piece of fish. He didn't care. We can help everybody. We don't have to like divide our care for people. You know, it's just so gross to me and it's illogical. And that's what gets me. It's the, that, the illogical yeah. nature of it. It makes no logical sense.
1: I mean, no, none whatsoever. I've seen this all the time and it, it it's before even the pandemic arose. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, just competition after competition. Um, that's another thing that I've entitled myself into. I'm just like, okay, um, when you decide to post some of your artwork um, on public forums or something, there always has to be someone who has to be a complete jackass and I know that say, i don't like that or you're racist or this and that and you're like first of all i'm an artist second of all i posted it up because i thought it would probably benefit joy somehow and so you're going to be a complete Jerk and criticize my work, or make yeah. fun of it, or say something. Um, I've done this several times to uh, groups that I'm belong to, and I've had horrible things, you know, said about my work. And I just I sit back and laugh, and I'm like, I didn't ask for your opinion. Um, I didn't ask for your criticism. I just wanted to feel good about showing something I accomplished, and I just wanted to show it off, you know, I'm not even going to lie, I, I've, again, I haven't arted in so long, so I do it, and, um, I get criticism, I'm just like, okay, well, we'll just move on, um, I had one that I had to take it down, because the guy literally thought, um, and I know you read the post time. the guy thought I was being somehow racist to the band of some sort, and then I was also, but at the same time, he'd be, you know, he also said, well, the band's a cult, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, okay, how is all that entitled to a picture I just drew? I don't, I don't, where do you find racism in this? Or where do you find this? How are you, why is your eye directing this into racism?
0: Because they're oh, racist. They're, they're programmed on that. So they're, yeah, it's, a little bit of projection i'm sure you know that's and that's why i turned all the comments off on my youtube channel because i 99 percent of the comments are positive it's not worth the one percent that's not to me and when i first started doing the stuff and things um thing and i don't even remember what the guy said at this point but some guy made this shitty comment and the funny thing was I recognized his user pick. I'm like, I know this person, and sure enough, he was on my friends list on Facebook, right? And so I sent him a message and I, I, I asked him about it. I just said something like, oh, "Oh, nice comment on my YouTube channel," and he tried to play dumb. Okay, I'm like, I'm not stupid. Anyways, I blocked him, and I'm just like, you know what? My ego doesn't need stroked I'm doing this for fun I'm not doing it so that people go you're so cool or whatever whatever random thing somebody might say it's nice when people say nice things to you it makes you feel good and it's nice but you shouldn't do anything for the people pleasing of it like like I know that you're sharing your art because you're like look at this thing I made
2: yeah, you're like, and maybe it'll
0: make somebody smile, right? It's the same reason, like, I write books as um, an escapist thing, really. I write them more for me than anybody else because it's a story I want to tell. And I, and I escaped through this. And I love it when people connect to you. Obviously, it's, it's sometimes very frustrating when you do create something and you get no feedback on it because you're just like, I did all that work. And like nobody cares <laughs> but yeah, exactly. but that's not the reason why you do it like you do it because you have to do it like it's just
1: yeah, part of who you are we are living we are living, Aww.
0: We are living
1: Bob. Aww. There's no one else like Bob I'm sorry if they don't but Bob is Bob and I he brings joy um, again yeah. I do all kinds of little things here and there just yes. Happy. And I we are mutual friends. Um, he does it on a daily basis.
2: Yes. So,
1: um, Michael does what he can on, you know, like I said, working, taking care of children and whatnot. And I I'm grateful for him for that. I'm also grateful. For I love his art. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen this one. This is his um, comic Oh no!
0: That's great. Oh, that's sweet.
1: This is kindness. He called it kindness. Oh, you got to, you know, compassionate and be kind towards one another. But I, I'm really grateful for Michael, um, or AKA Banshee Milk.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. he he does art on a daily basis and I look forward to seeing his stuff because it motivates me to get off my butt and do something because I'm like if Michael can work full-time have a job have a family have you know time with his kids and whatnot and be able to push himself to daily uh, projects and daily art and daily drawings and whatnot then why am I just not doing that too for me his motivation is intense for me because I'm just like, he's during this pandemic, we've all have our issues. And we have stress, anxiety, OCD. I'm plagued with all three. Um, Fun, fun. Tendencies of bipolarism. Michael has autism and, but we're getting by, by arting, by doing something we love and him making masks and, t-shirts and things like that i'm just like hey dude you're one level ahead of me i i really grateful for encouraging me to get off my butt and pick up a paintbrush or pick up some sewing or you know do some rings or something but it's i don't know i'm i'm really having to do more of that just to keep on a balanced level. Um,
2: yeah.
1: It keeps me whole. It also helps me with, you know, my client work if someone is to you know, want to talk about a more compassionate because I'm more relaxed and not stressed out about the right. and whatnot. Right. Right. Um, more patience probably. More patience. Yeah, might um, have to do less things, but I had a client recently, um she's been trying to do her balancing and get back to her perfect little routines of doing because she hadn't been able to do that. She battles a lot of anxiety and we went through a whole stress panel thing and talked about it and provided tools and necessities for her and she texted me the other day and she's like, You know what? After all that and after all the things that I've I'm I'm over it. I'm good. I'm moving forward. I did this and that and She's back into dancing too, and I'm just like, ah, yeah. Find that thing, you know, find that thing to give you some peace joy, yeah, joy uh, on a daily basis. And if that person doesn't like it, then they don't like it. But it's but everything is not going to be for everyone. Everyone has their own thing. But yeah. I just don't like negative opinions on things or just being completely rude about something. And you're like, I don't know you. I know, you don't need to be opinionated about my stuff. You don't need right. to come and be a complete ass on social media. Just because. It's kind of like, you know, Mike
0: and I talk about this all the time. It's like you, somebody wouldn't come to your house and criticize your decor. Like you wouldn't go to someone's house and go, God, that couch is ugly. You know, and that's essentially what people do when, and not to keep bringing up like, uh, justice league and superman and all this stuff but I, it happens a lot with popular culture type things like if you like a certain band somebody's always got to have an opinion about it or yeah um like i love superheroes so much that i don't want to hear negative shit about it so if i post that i loved the justice league uh, snyder cut blah 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 I don't want to see in the comments about how this was better or they should have done this or they should have done that. And like, I feel really stupid for being that way, but it is, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, just don't rain on my parade. Let me have this. Like, This is my joy in life. Let me have it. You don't have to like, you can quietly talk shit about it someplace else, but like, let me have it.
1: (laughs) Yes. Go complain someplace else. Let us have Rob Pat as a <laughs> Yes. I wanted to
0: talk to you about him.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just like, what? I, I Again, I was talking to my best friend about it the other day, and he posted something about the Justice League, and I had to come back with my comeback because I'm a smart ass all the time, and I had to just come back, but I'm just like, no, let me have Jared Leto as the Joker. Let me have him. <laughs>
0: yes I'm for it
1: let us have a one pretty person at least one time if it ain't death let us have leto and let us have (laughs) you know Rob Pat and I'm just like no you see because how I see it is when I see Ben Affleck as Batman I don't see Ben Affleck as Batman I see him as Daredevil
2: Mm.
1: (laughs) I'm just like I see him as Daredevil I don't see him as Batman don't say he's a bad Batman, or I don't want to ever see him again as Batman. But I'm just like, okay, I just kind of just see him as Daredevil. But my thing is, let me have my Rob Pat as.
0: I want it all. I want it all. <laughs> I want. I want Batfleck. I want Robert. Whatever they're calling him as Batman, they they have a nickname for him, but I can't think of it. Uh, Patfleck. I don't know. I just made that up. But I want I want all of it. And I don't compete, like I don't put them in competition with each other. I can appreciate this for what it is, that for what it is, this for what it is. And I love all of it, and I want all of it. And I never want to stop having all of it. So yeah. Christian Bale Batman is effing perfect. Ben Affleck is perfect. Robert Pattinson is going to be perfect. Michael Keaton, not my favorite, going to be perfect in the... Splash movie, I love all of it, and I want all of it forever. Yeah,
1: yeah just like, <laughs> let me have, let me have Leto. I was like, this yeah, is, come
0: on, let me. I loved him. I I, I liked him in Suicide Squad. He uh, to me, every time he was on screen, that's where you looked. Like it was like that. I'm there for it. I thought he was great. It was I different. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair to compare the Joker. Like, I don't, I don't think you should really compare any of them. They're completely different films. Let them all stand on their own and be their own thing. That's how I feel about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, they are, as I explained also, I mean, Leto's Joker isn't like the comic book Jokers and whatnot, but it's a, it's a psychosis of his own. He does what needs to be done for that particular part. And I find it quite well. I mean, it's believable. It's psychosis that's believable. That's how I see Leto's Joker. Yeah, I liked
0: it. Oh, my God. That movie, that movie was so, like, heavy. The whole time you're watching it, just waiting for him to snap. And then he finally does, and you're just like, it was beautiful. Like beautiful,
1: yeah.
0: Just, I mean, that movie is perfection. I don't care. I mean, it's not even really a superhero movie at all. No. It, I mean, first of all, there was no superhero in it, but it just was a perfect film to me.
1: It it was, and it really
0: stuck with me afterwards. Yeah, me
1: too. I I can rewatch that. So many my mother loves that movie um, yeah
0: it was beautiful. his acting is insane
1: we watched it as a family during christmas time when it first came out silence through the whole room mm-hmm. and it was done my mother-in-law turned around and she's like well done well
0: done yeah was like, it was, it was so good
1: so believable so good that you're like this explains the whole nature of the joker this is mm-hmm. the joker
0: yeah yes. it was great it was
1: and you really
0: felt like yes like you wanted him to win and but you're conflicted about it because you're like he's doing horrible things but you get why like it was such a conflict of emotions Definitely. watching that movie because you see this fragile person that just wants to like be normal be
1: normal in love
0: mm-hmm. and then you see things slowly getting taken away from him and you know, he's off his medicine and all of this stuff is getting taken away from him. And you see the direct correlation to his madness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So good. And even like, here's his, here's like a just dumb point that I want to even bring up. So when he goes to meet who he thinks is his brother, Bruce Wayne, spoiler alert, And they're standing at the fence. The one thing that struck me was even little Bruce was fear—like he wasn't scared at all. Like a normal kid, if some wacky dude came up to the fence, they'd be like, "What's going on?" He just stood there, like no fear. He's just like, "Okay, weird guy standing here, touching my face and doing." He's just standing there, fearless, just taking it all in. (laughs) I thought that was cool. But yeah, uh, I
1: love that movie.
0: I love that movie.
1: it's one of my top. I'm just like, for yeah. sure, I totally, Joaquin's always been one of my favorite actors. Yes. When we pulled this I was like, uh, I'm, I'm afraid you're one of my top 10.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I'm super excited that they're supposedly making another one. They're making a second one. I'm super yeah. stoked about that. And um, the, I saw the, the new Suicide Squad trailer for the second movie today. I don't know if you saw that. It looks really oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really fun. That's going to be a good one, I think. But I, I love it all. And I, I hate when I mean, and I hate when people do Marvel versus DC, too, because, like, why can't you just like all of it? Just like all of it. Or don't like any of it, but just keep your damn mouth shut about it and let people who like it like it. You know what I mean? I like all of it.
1: I, I agree. I mean, I just I – don't, I don't really know. That's how I, I – this, this whole time I've been feeling like that I'm just like – if it's not for you, fine, let it not be for you, but don't be ruining someone else.
0: Yes, exactly. As they say, don't yuck someone's yum. You know that
1: saying?
0: I think, yeah. A lot of people like what they like, man.
1: I got that.
0: Speaking of yum.
1: Like. I like raw Pat.
0: Dude, I, I live for, like, you know, okay, here's the thing. I know Twilight's cheesy. We all know Twilight's cheesy. We all know the story has flaws in it. I effing love it. I will if if it's if I'm scrolling through channels and that movie's on,
1: you better believe I, I'm there. I'm
0: I'm there and I'm watching it. It's one of those things for me that it's like a comfort thing. Like if there's not if there's nothing else on, I will hunt up Twilight and why I just. But I like I love all that. Like I love. I, first of all, I love teen romance crap anyways. I'm like a sucker for it. Uh, like those stupid Netflix movies, you know? You know what I'm talking? Like all those teenage love, And I love all that crap. And anything vampire, from this, the highest of art to the stupidest of stupid.
1: Yep. I love
0: all of it. And and I don't judge it. I just accept things for what they are and The the only stuff that I judge is where if something's supposed to be really good, and you watch it and it's horribly flawed, like there's inconsistencies with the story that are unrealistic, that gets on my nerves. But if it's just supposed to be like a a a, a movie to watch and have fun, I don't judge it. Like I don't, I just don't. And so that's Twilight for me is it stupid yes do i love it uh-huh and i always will
1: yeah i'm the same way <laughs> i have twilight things all over this room and i don't care i love it i love i, lo- I think he's a great actor i don't care if he sparkles i don't care if he was in harry potter um i love harry potter too and i watch all of those too and anytime those are on i put them on because to me that's background quiet
0: yeah 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 totally
1: familiar I'm okay oh yeah okay let me put this on because I can be cleaning or doing laundry or something but just hearing their voices makes me feel better I'm just like okay I want to watch this I don't care care. I'm like that
0: um do you know like I feel like that do you know the show The Good Witch yeah so yeah like this Dirk was probably like four and we were looking for something to watch on Netflix. And I'm like, oh, this is called The Good Witch. It's probably a little spooky, but good good for kids or whatever. We put it on. Like, 10 minutes in, he's not interested in. It. And I'm like, oh, my God, this show, is, this show is so, like, ridiculous. It's so cheesy, whatever. Because it's so vanilla. Like, it's yeah. so vanilla. And I turned it off. And then later that night, I'm like, "Ah, eh, I'll turn that back on and just keep watching. I, I Okay, first of all, I've only... I don't have Hallmark Channel, so I'm not up to date on the seasons, but I have watched the four seasons that are on Netflix, I'm not kidding, probably 20 times, start to finish. That might be underestimating. It's it's like this weird escapism, like purity, like there's nothing stressful about it. It's just pure and good. (laughs) <laughs> and i want to live in that town i want to i want to work at the bistro i want to be friends with cassie i want to run a booth at the festival of lights i i, I want
1: i just want to i just want to be in this place like it's now. so pure
0: it's just so like pure and like but yet there's a little bit of you know is she a witch? Is she not a witch? So I, it's got a little bit of that, but I I don't know what it is about that. I guess I just it it hit me at the right time, and it's like my go-to comfort thing that I watch at night before I go to bed. And we we did we do that with the Dark Shadows show too, though not as much now. When the when the pa- pandemic first started, was when we started watching the Dark Shadows um, original series. And we would watch, like, you know, four or five episodes every night while we were falling asleep or whatever. And it has that same quality, that sort of escapist. And I think because it's, like, old and, you know, life was, uh, it, it sort of represents, like, a more simple time or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it, it's got that same kind of escapist thing to it. I love that everybody it all.
1: Needs, that everybody yeah. That yeah. I kind of I felt this... Uh, this uh what do you call it um a few months ago when wandavision came out
0: yeah that was so a great show we
1: needed that, that yeah was, that was
0: great yeah and that that really was a good show and um we started be, we started actually watching doom patrol we watched the first episode of that that was that's great like i kind of hope we actually keep watching it sometimes we start stuff and then you sort of get off track or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. that seems like a really great show doom patrol and we started watching uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
1: How was that?
0: We like the first episode was great. Okay. It, se- it seems like it's going to be good. Yeah. But I love Vision. So Wanda Vision was. I just I love him. He's so great.
1: Just to me, it was comforting. Yeah. It was soothing. It was. Yeah. Like- Seeing so- the old shows. Like yeah. Yeah. It was kind of nostalgic. It was kind of like she threw it all at once and but it was like little pieces of our childhood here and there
0: yes uh, exactly exactly because like we all grew up you know those shows would be on in the afternoon and yeah it was (laughs) nice i know i know it was good I
1: I i didn't understand the 90s version i couldn't I don't know what she was go- trying to go for. Um, my husband said, "Growing Pains," family. Malcolm job. in the Middle.
0: It was there was Malcolm in the Middle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and Modern Family.
1: Yeah. yeah okay. I was like, "What is she? What?" It seemed familiar. We were like, "Yeah." cool housey, or you know, it had that vibe, but we. Yeah. But now I have to tell them it's going to be. Yeah.
0: Malcolm in the middle. Yeah, totally was Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. yeah. It's great
1: show though it's a good show i don't know that last show though oh my god
0: did you cry i cried
1: (laughs) i cried i was just like i know it was so my mom was hooked to it she was like this is really good it's so good that we got into while the beginning of the pandemic and then we got my mom finally into it as the umbrella academy
0: yeah you know what that's a great show too but for whatever reason I'll start watching it, watch a bunch of episodes, and then get off of it again. And then I'm off of it so long that I need to start back over. And, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's really hard getting TV time anyways because work and then, you know, we can only watch certain things with Dirk because he's at a certain age. So we can't watch anything that's, like, mature audience or anything like that. So our choices are fairly limited. So we ended up just, we end up just usually watching the same stuff all the time. We watch a lot of Bob's Burgers, which is totally escapist for me too. I love that show. And we've been watching like Hell's Kitchen lately and like all his Hell's Kitchen and um, uh, 24 hour, whatever, where he goes and makes over. Yeah. I
1: I love him.
0: I I love Gordon Ramsay. I love him. Like, I'm dying. Like, I want to go to his restaurant so bad. Like, I would love to be on that show.
1: I would love to sit down and eat something he's prepared. I'd be like, let me see what you're all about. Yeah. Because you're such an ass to everybody. Oh, I love him.
0: He's not, though. I actually read, Um, you know, uh, I can't think of her name. Uh, What is her name? She won one of the seasons, and now she's like the... Um, Sue chef in charge of the girls team um she actually talked about him and like what they don't show on the show is all of the time he spends like one-on-one mentoring like each person and she's like if you pay attention the only time he yells at somebody is when they're trying to send bad food to a customer and if you think about that he never yells at anybody during like the challenges He's always laughing and kind of goofing around with them during the challenges. The only time he throws an absolute hissy fit is when they're trying to send food to a customer and it's bad food. She's like, "That's." She goes, "He's an absolute sweetheart, and he absolutely like melts around children." Completely different. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I would. I. I you know, you gotta have the beef Wellington or like. <laughs> The scallops. I want to try all of it. the The risotto. Yeah. I want.
1: so your donkeys. The risotto. I all. want all of it. Yeah, yeah just make it a whole spread and let me taste everything you're you're preparing here for us. I do. Yeah. He's one of the ones that I really would like to try some of his food. Yeah. Um, I'm dying to go someday to one of. Jose Andres's uh, restaurants here in DC. That man is a saint. Yeah. That that he is the epitome of a saint. Um, what he's done for Americans and non-Americans, just like you will literally. He is one that would probably give you his shoes and socks and his. Aww. That <laughs> man is just like so sweet. Aww. I just want to go and try one of his restaurants in dc we were going to one time but it was so busy we Mm -hmm. couldn't go in there and they were like suggesting we sit at the bar but at the bar they all they had you know appetizers and some small tacos and my husband was like i'm not gonna eat chapulines in a taco chapulines are crickets Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's like am i gonna do that so we said we'll have to decline and come some other day but we've never gone yeah. back and I hear it's really good and I hear it's very Mexican like authentic Mexican so I'm I'm curious yeah and he always does these benefit dinners and whatnot where if you pay you know for like a three-course meal you'll pay like 75 bucks and then like 50 or more will go towards a his organization for feeding the disaster relief
0: oh that's cool
1: and so i really want to do something like that i think i think chefs are another way of expressing again like we're talking about sure art um when you cook you're an artist uh you make all these different things and sure they don't have to be pretty but they can be the most joyful things, and that's another thing that I've gotten myself into a lot, too, for mental health reasons. Um, prepare a meal uh, for someone. Uh, make it fancy or don't make it fancy. It could be, you know, cut up hot dogs. It doesn't really matter. I think that it relieves stress. And well, and I think it is- feels
0: good to nurture somebody through food, too, you know?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I just think that a lot of people are still on this revved-up go 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 and they don't center themselves and come you know home and make themselves a meal like they'll just pop in something in the microwave well that's not really feeding your soul and your well-being or nurturing anything and your self-care is not cool when you do something like that i think if you maybe prepare something the night before or have something you know that's nutritional but beneficial it will be a lot more in tune with your body so that you can fully function more and think positive and be positive and do things that you wouldn't want to do if you oh I don't know I I just I've seen a lot of people also and I'm just like I don't I don't understand that I the mentality of I'm just going to sit on this couch and not do anything I have loved ones like that and this pandemic has made it worse and I'm just like these also are the people who are suffering and not accepting help from others or asking help from others. And they're just literally wallowing in self-pity. And yeah. And you're like, yeah. well, maybe if you get up and cook a meal for your family or cook a meal for yourself, um, show some love for yourself and others and maybe they might feel better. But no, they still sit there on the couch all day. And my thing was a long time ago, is like, if you got time to pick up this, you got time to, you know, post negative on social media, you definitely got time to do something else more positive. At least read a book,
0: you know, <laughs> right?
1: right? Yeah. program on TV of some sort, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Sit in
1: with your children and sit there and watch something educational instead of watching garbage all the time. I mean, I don't yeah. care if it's Sesame Street. Just sit there. That's yeah. positive. And a you lot. Know, my sister works at a, a retirement center, and her and her staff uh, manager decided—who's an RN—decided they would do a test um, because they noticed that. The elderly were more revved up between 8 o'clock in the morning and 10 a.m., like right after breakfast and before lunch. That time period, they were so revved up. And then they were revved up again between 3 and 4 p.m., or 3 and 5 before dinner. And so they ran a test, and she said it was just like mind boggling. Um, they just in the mornings, they would start off watching CNN. And then towards, you know, the mid-morning, they ha- they were so revved up and so worried and panicked that they couldn't enjoy other things, so they started putting Sesame Street, and it brought down back their blood pressure. And then that makes again, sense. At 3 or 4 o'clock, they were watching again CNN, and then they were so revved up for dinner time that they had digestive issues or, you know, issues. Right. With some uh, with blood pressure and all that, and so they take they took that to the state and made sure that they were in that facility where she worked. I don't know about others in town, but the facility that my sister works at, they cannot show CNN anymore. It just mm-hmm. cannot happen. They have to pick something more educational or calming, calming like yeah, they, you know, pop in some Golden Girls instead or.
0: Right, or like those, you know, cooking network shows or home home fix it up, you know, TLC, whatever shows.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's amazing how people will just don't, you know, watch reality shows or something of that nature too, or constantly just watch garbage and then they'll pop in the news right afterwards and they're just like, I- yeah. I- I'm in panic mode, I don't know what to do in my... My blood pressure is up and you're like, but what were you doing all day? And so they'll tell you, like, well, yeah, that's automatically a blood pressure rising situation of watching constantly negativity on TV.
0: Yeah, because you can't help but get angry or worried or, you know, stressed out about it. I know that before the election, you know, the last four years, it was like so much stress regardless of which side you were on, that side was was angry about this and this side was angry about that. And it, And after the election was over and I was relieved, I'm like, I'm just not watching any of it anymore. It was so nice to wake up and not like wonder like what crazy ass shit happened yesterday. You know, like I, I just, I don't care anymore. And people will be like, did you hear about such stuff?" such? Nope, sure didn't, don't care, don't want to know.
1: You know, it's. I, I never imagined that I would live in the DC Metroplex, that wasn't my choice as a child. I never even thought I would ever see the White House or visit, much less live here. And us moving here has been such an eye-opening experience. Um, A lot of people are like, well, you should know this or you should know that. Uh, Yes, our local news is a lot different than news where I came from or news where my husband lived because they'll tell us what's happening in the area and you all don't know what's happening in this area because it's not a local situation. Right, right. And so my mother recently, she's like, I had no idea that this nonsense happens daily around here. And I was like, yeah, it does. But no one else really knows what happens around this area because it's not a local situation a national thing. So it's right. local to us, but not national. So nobody. So a lot of people will be arguing about that, too, on social media. And I'm like, if you want to ask or you want to know that if it's true, you should just ask me and I'll tell you because we get different news than what you guys are. Getting. That's interesting. And- our local news, you know, we watch a couple of them. One of them is from the surrounding area and the other one's DC, DC. The DC one, they'll just straight up tell you. They don't even care. They're just like, this happened today. This has happened today. And you're like, someone, someone, someone jumped. What? And you're, or someone, you know, the last night, we were watching TV last night, my mother and I, and the local news was that we also get to watch locally for Baltimore and a lot of people didn't know that there was a girl that was missing while they found her yesterday in the harbor. Oh. And, but no one knows. I mean, no one really knows what's going on if it's not a local thing, but uh, no one really knows either. Um, Virginia has, if not one, maybe two serial killers.
0: Oh, wow. He
1: travels on Route 29, which is called Seminole Trail and it runs from here all the way down into central part of Virginia. Um, it's been featured on Unsolved Mysteries. It's been featured nationally. Uh, we thought that it was going to stop after the girls like Morgan disappeared from Charlottesville at the Metallica concert. I know everyone heard about that one. But yeah, I think there has to be more than one because the guy that that um, murdered Morgan was eventually found to have murdered someone else in Charlottesville. And he confessed murdering and taking Morgan from the Metallica concert there. But before that, I mean, my friend, she's lived all her life in central Virginia. And she's like, yeah, that's one of those things where nobody really knows unless you come here or, or you live here or, or you're from this area about the serial killings in virginia on that specific road and then she was like it was featured on unsolved mysteries yeah my husband and i looked for it and we found it and we watched it and we were like creeped out because i did live at one point in charlottesville and i did live right off of that main highway oh creepy and my friend she had to go sometimes home you know late at night after we'd go out to a movie or something and i was always worried about her because she had to take that main road and it was always you know women who are late at night and right something of that nature so i was usually her and i what we would do is she'd get in her vehicle and i'd watch her take off and then as soon as she would hit the stop sign on the corner she would video chat with me or just chat with me in general until she got home good but again a lot of people are just like things like that don't really happen yes they do and for dc i don't think a lot of people really know that anywhere from four to seven children go missing daily in dc
0: wow
1: and no one one talks about it and for us we're just like
0: that's scary
2: That's
1: That's scary. scary. Lisa Ling did a a segment on her show last year about it, and she was able to retrieve a 14 year old in this area that was from the Maryland area. But yeah, it's happening. There's a lot of that going on and a lot of it isn't being spoken about. So That's real scary. It's super scary also that it's happening to in my hometown and my hometown is nowhere where there's large, you know, it's not, it's a large city, but it's not surrounded by other large cities. And I'm, I'm just like, how can this be happening in my hometown? That's I, so
0: disturbing.
1: Disturbing. And it freaks me out for my niece and nephew. Cause I'm like, I can't even imagine Tara because
0: I can't man, think of any bigger horror than that.
1: It's so just so weird to like Hey, I was there, you know, we used to go there as kids, or we used to do right. as kids, and I mean, we were young and dumb, and we would go ghost hunting in different places and whatnot, and just, there's legends, so we'd go like, hey, let's go to the next town, and go, go look at that old run-down building, or that old hospital, yeah. or something, <laughs>
0: yes.
1: and then now, you're just like, you hear that they find corpses, and stuff Ugh. like that, and you're like, hell we're like we used to go there all the time i mean there's an area there in my hometown that it's called hell's gate and it's just an old train um bridge and we used to go up there and climb it and talk and listen to music and whatnot but now it's just like you can't even go there because you might not come back
0: yikes And yeah
1: i don't understand how all of this is just a lot of things happen, and I'm just like, I don't really get it. But a lot of things are happening, too, with kids. I'm li- I'm literally really disturbed lately, too. I was talking to my family today at dinner about it. 13, 14, and 15-year-olds uh, murdering adults, taking cars, um, setting folks on fire. And I'm like, when I was 13, I don't even, I was too busy thinking, you know, what, what am i going to wear tomorrow for school and right papers or you know is, is this outfit cool enough for my boyfriend or am i going to go skating tomorrow with my boyfriend <laughs> you
0: know? i feel like at 13 i was still trying to make myself be a kid like i really resisted growing up a lot i wanted to stay a kid it really depressed me to get older. Even as a young person. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. But yeah, I think at thirteen I was still trying to force myself to play with Barbies and stuff. So the thought of that is for it's a such a foreign thing to me. me
1: too. thinking I mean, about like I'm just I'm dumbfounded. I freak out about it. I don't understand it. Um you know we were all blessed with having two parents in the home. Um, But even those that didn't have two parents in their home um, that are close with my friends, they turned out just like you and I. Sure, sure. I think the same way. I just, I don't, I don't know. I just like, it's frightening to me because children are our future, but I don't want those type of children. And where are they learning this? And how is this happening? I mean, a few days ago, Two young ladies, a 13 and a 15-year-old, hijacked the poor Uber Eats guy and murdered him. I'm oh, my like, God. Oh. I'm like, how do you, what, what is, what is leading these children to be motivated to do this? Right.
0: Like, what is it? Yeah. What is and it? you don't want to blame, you know, you don't, people always say, oh, video games or violent movies or whatever. You can't really blame that. I think it does have an impact on you because you get sort of desensitized to seeing. I mean, let's face it, like a lot of, these, a lot of movies look real. I mean, it's, it's not like the movies we grew up watching that look super cheesy and like obviously fake. And you get desensitized to, to see, I mean, The Walking Dead, for instance, I'm terrified of zombies. And when we started watching The Walking Dead, I used to have nightmares about it all the time. Well, then it got to the point where it didn't really phase you anymore. And it's it's just a TV show. But by the same token, your brain still accepts this imagery. Your brain, your eyes take in information. Your eyes don't judge it. It just takes it in. And your brain gets desensitized to what it's seeing. So you see horrific stuff often enough. And it doesn't have the impact on you that it should.
2: Right, right. So while
0: I don't blame entertainment because it's still a conditioning thing it doesn't help right you know i mean it's just like you were saying about the the nursing home if you're focused on negativity and stressful stuff your blood pressure is going to go up if you're watching sesame street you're going to be chill so it all kind of goes hand in hand and then you got parents that are too busy looking at their phones and Mm -hmm. you know no proper nutrition and no exercise, and yada 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 yada. It all like kind of becomes this soup a of,
1: of crap, a- <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. No, no, I get it. It's just a ball of crap. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I, you know, we were talking about that at, at dinner time too. We weren't blessed with kids, but we have nieces and nephews, and I'm just like, Their mentality to me when I speak to them is like they're little adults, and you're just like, I don't remember being a 12 year old speaking in this mannerism. I was kind of right, I was kind of dumb, and I wanted to be Madonna or Cindy Lauper. I was too busy thinking about that, and right, you know, what these kids like. I can have a full fledged conversation with my 12 year old niece about politics, and oh, yeah, like, yeah, "I I don't even. I, I, I don't even think I even remember half of the stuff that happened when I was 12 years old, but
0: like, I think that's a positive, it, that's a positive in, in most ways, because like with Dirk, we've always talked to him. We don't dumb things down for him. Right. We've always used proper English and explained concepts to him. I don't just tell him, no, you can't do that. There's a reason why you can't do it. And this is why. And we've always been like that with him. And so, likewise, you can have a conversation with him. Whereas I think when we were growing up, parents didn't talk to their kids that way. It was kind of just like, just do what I say, don't ask questions, or you'll get the belt. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, like, with with kids now, I think they're exposed to more information for sure. But I think people also treat them more as equals than just do what i say and don't ask me why so it's positive but it's also negative because there's that innocence of being held in the special bubble of keeping all the negativity away from them and don't watch scary stuff on tv and don't don't watch the news and you know don't know about all this bad stuff that's happening in the world there's an innocence with that but it's just so not realistic in this day and age and like as much as i wish i could keep dirk in like this protective little bubble i know that if i don't expose him to things then he's gonna be screwed when he has to experience it and so like even stuff like you know swearing or whatever i don't talk like a sailor around him obviously there's certain words i will never say around him you know the words But if I'm talking about something and I'm riled up about something and I say that fucking blah, 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 he he knows that's not a word he's allowed to use. But is it hurting him to hear it? No, it's just it's just a word. Now, if he starts using that word towards something, that's a whole nother story. But he's such a good kid. Like, he just gets it. Like, and I think if you have parents or adult figures, whether it's an aunt or a neighbor or whoever, guiding that path, then it's fine. But when you have kids that are sort of left on their own to figure it out on their own and like getting themselves into situations where they probably shouldn't be in, you're going to have kids that make good choices and you're going to have kids that go off the rails. But it's always really been that way, you know? Yeah, we we know people that we grew up with that we were all latchkey kids, yep. <laughs> you know, and some of us made good choices, some of us made bad choices. I don't I don't think people were necessarily setting people on fire so much back yeah, in the no, day, but I,
1: just, I don't really understand where that's coming from. I and mean, like when I heard about that, I was like, a fourteen-year-old, <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> I'm like fourteen. I can't i i think 14 i was too involved in doing something trying
0: i was still twirling baton yeah
1: and, you know I, I think at 14 my father threw me into taekwondo and was like you must learn this you must protect yourself you must do this yeah. and i'm just like sure okay something yeah. to do," you know I was, I was still twirling I don't I don't understand where these kids are like, Well, we're gonna sit down here and we're gonna, you know, take a piece of paper and write down this is how we're gonna carjack this person, this is what we're gonna right. use and this is how it's gonna be done and then it is what it is, like the girls and it turned out to be bad and they they, they murdered this poor man and now I'm just like, You just ended your lives at fourteen and thirteen.
0: Do you think that maybe this stuff did go on and we just didn't have as much access to know about it back then?
1: I don't know, Tara, because, I mean, I, I, don't, I wasn't ever, I don't remember hearing anything like that, you know, when we were kids. Maybe we were just too dumb or I don't know what. But yeah. my I mean, we're all Gen X kids anyways, and Gen X kids didn't really care <laughs> yeah I mean to be honest with you all we cared about is like you know having, having fun having fun some of us getting high some of us mm. doing art some of us doing this and that and you're just like I mean 13 and 14 I wasn't thinking like that either I was I was too busy wanting to just be miserable probably I and
2: mean, <laughs> yeah. feeling sorry for yourself
1: to to <laughs> and be like I don't need you. I don't want you around mm. me. I don't want to yeah. I don't want my parents around me. You know, just being droopy, bad person, Eeyore. But I wasn't thinking, like, I'm going to go and murder yeah. in this car or whatnot. I mean, we we're too busy, like you said. We we're too busy trying to have fun and doing kids stuff. or I, I, at 14, I was running around with the kids from the neighborhood. We'd go to yeah. the creek and play in the water and think yeah
0: about,
1: you know there was innocence still there
0: I mean, yeah <laughs> yeah you know I think about because I've had conversations like and stuff with my mom and you know the whole thing about kids being kidnapped and this and that and all this crazy stuff and I'm like you know I feel like that stuff was still going on back then it, I think it was just a lot of it was swept under I mean, I don't know anybody that, well, I do know people who weren't, but like, I would say a very, very high percentage of people that I'm friends with were molested by a neighbor and cousin and aunt. So I feel like that stuff was going on. It just people didn't talk about it like they do now. And people (laughs) kept it to themselves and they didn't tell nobody. And there was probably people coming up missing all the time and just we don't have the didn't have the news like we have it now like news is 24 seven, you know, and they're always looking for something else to talk about. So I don't know. I don't know if it's. Yeah. So I don't know if it's really gotten worse or if it's just that we know more. I don't know.
1: I think it's my.
0: Probably both.
1: Probably both. And I would say. Like you said, there's more presence of it now because if we have social media. We didn't have social things Yeah,
0: it. I know. Thank God. I know. I would have been canceled years ago <laughs> if, the sh- if the shit that I thought was funny, like it legit thought was funny that is so wrong now. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My sister would have been canceled. I mean, she was, she was a teenager and she wanted to be Flavor Flav.
0: Yeah right. I mean, I used to say stuff just to get a reaction out of people, and and like know that it was wrong, but just think it was funny just to piss people off or whatever, and like thank thank God I know better now. But it's just like good thing we didn't have cell phones. Yeah, oh I think
1: I think you know to be honest with you. Oh no! What happened? You got disconnected. There you are. You got
0: disconnected for a second.
1: Because my my.
0: Oh, there it goes again
1: my, my phone is connected to this tablet oh, okay oh to call my mom uh, <laughs> it's not it's cutting off it's
0: just yeah not- what time is it okay
1: so yeah don't get the hint
0: <laughs> we're getting close to our two hour mark I think I've been trying to keep them around yeah I'm trying to I've been trying to keep them around that are we at the we're getting close
1: okay so I mean
0: Is it keeps cut work? yeah it keeps cutting out yeah she's She's trying to
1: call us, and I, I'm trying to stop it at the same time. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: maybe, maybe it'll stop. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think that, like I said, a lot of it has to do with well-being. Um, I think, you know, pretty much we've talked about everything about well, well-being and whatnot. Um, The last thing I can say is to support your friends and family Um, if they're having a crisis or need some mental uh, assistance or hell, I mean, if you want to go and do a video chat with them. I find video Mm -hmm. chats like this fulfilling with family members because you can't be there, but you can actually talk with them and- them. and if they're in crisis or something you know then you can definitely try to help them out and you know add some joy but i definitely have found less persistent of being on social media i get tired of it i think it's draining um, yeah I do like instagram because i mean what can you do you can't really be a jerk too much on instagram but your friends are the ones that are seeing your pictures unless you invited strangers in. But
2: then yeah.
1: even then, I don't see so much negative on Instagram like it's that. really not.
0: Yeah, it's not. I I think the thing about Instagram that's nice, it's it's purely based on visuals. So you can follow things that bring you joy and and just not follow things that don't. I mean, you could do the same thing on Facebook, but Facebook tends to be more people sharing articles or bitching about something or or like a lot of sad stories and you know like there's some days where I'm like every other person somebody died in their family they got diagnosed with something their pet died they're posting some political thing that's frustrating you know it's it's such a downer like I love I love it when I just see stupid memes you know yeah
1: yeah yeah, I'm like that. I just, I'd rather see something stupid than something that's happening in this world that you're like, I didn't really need to see that or think about that. Or well, it's
0: just so depressing. And like, I feel helpless because, you know, so many people are going through so many dark things. And it's like, I, I can't fix it. No. I mean, it's like, all I could say is I'm so sorry, but it's like, it sounds like it sounds like a rote response at this point like i'm so sorry like how many times can you say i'm so sorry i mean i mean it every time i say it but it's like do those words really have any bearing on anything i don't know you know uh, I, i it's it's just it's hard there's so much sadness so much darkness so
1: much darkness and sadness and there's not i mean there there's it's becoming better now that there's light at the end of the tunnel but yeah we're still in that we're still a long time from that um yeah it's changed us and i think for me it's changed me for the better i'm a lot more calmer and i don't really want to go out anymore and i find things like i said to do around here or speak with people that i haven't in a long time and really you know regrain friendships and whatnot or you know help others I don't I just I don't have a thing about going out anymore I just I don't feel like I need to be around so many strangers and just to make myself happy or do this or do that I, I mean I would love to go to another concert here but I don't know if I'm ready I'm kind of like
0: yeah and don't you feel like you know there's been a lot of negativity but there's been positive things too and that society has adjusted in ways that are sort of progressive like more people are working from home places are you know even stupid stuff like you know groceries being delivered and being able to do delivery and pickup and um zoom meetings and you know it's it's become better in that way. And it, and I also think because things have been so stressed out, we've sort of taught ourselves to like have boundaries. Whereas like before it was like, you would put up with stuff and you would be stressed out about it. And now it's like, nope, I don't have to put up with this anymore. So I, it's like, there's bad, but there's good from it also. Um, yeah,
1: no, I totally get it. Yeah, I, for me, I, I've done this last year and a half. I don't have to be okay with saying yes to this or saying yes to that or doing this or that for other people that right. are not going to be appreciative towards me. I'm just like, no, yeah. I don't need to. I've, I've got other things to do for myself and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to be, you know, self-caring or doing what I need to do for myself or my family. Sure.
0: absolutely, Yeah. 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 I, I also think that, you know, Mike and I have always been homebodies like we've always been sort of hermits like if people can get us to come out someplace it's rare and to the point where you know I know for a fact there has been some of my friends that would be critical of it like thinking like oh she's going to cancel again or whatever not getting that when you have anxiety like I'm not canceling because I don't want to see you I'm canceling because I'm physically having a problem right now but I think because they've been forced to be in that situation now they they've sort of gotten a a sense of what it feels like to be a person that likes to be at home yeah you know and it's yeah. i think i think it has uh changed some people's sort of perception about that and i think that that's a positive like for instance I've, you know like i said i've been working home for nine years And the lead in my unit was like, I could never work from home, no way. And she wanted, like, she was totally against people working from home even when this pandemic started. She wanted, you know, she wasn't against it, but she just was like, she preferred being in the office. Now that she's at home, she's like, I I can't believe how great this is. I'm like, I know, I told you, it's lovely to be able to just roll out of bed and you get so much more work done because there's no distractions and you're not, Putting wear and tear on your car and you're not buying gasoline and you're not having to buy clothes and it's fantastic. Some people still don't like working from home, but man, if I had to start going back into an office now, that would be really hard. (laughs) It'd be really hard because I've been doing it for so long.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. No, my husband has finally gotten used to being at home. Um, He likes both you know doing some days at home some in the office but he's now he doesn't have any choice and now that he has his own you know studio and whatnot he's like I can work from you know home but also you know during my downtime or my break time lunch period instead of actually eating lunch I get to work on music and yeah totally totally or take a jog around the, you know the house or something you know and Throw I'm, a load of laundry in. <laughs> something, you know. He's like, yeah, I get it. You know. Um, yeah. I th- I'm I I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel when but getting back to normal and getting out of this pandemic. Um, it's going to take baby steps. Um, like I said, mm-hmm. I also enjoy being more at home i mean i want to go just pick up some food and come home and watch a movie and be comfortable in my pjs and not have to worry about doing my makeup or mm-hmm. my hair or anything of that nature i just you know go pick it up and come home there's i'd rather do that i don't yeah. like being in the restaurant all that all that much either but it, it i don't know i've gotten so used to this that i am enjoying a lot of it and i didn't know that i was an introvert this badly until this happened I'm. Just, yeah i'm actually an okay person to be inside all the time i mean i go outside yes but i'm yeah i don't need to go to that grocery store or i don't yeah need to go there or i don't need to go this i now i hate it now i literally hate going to the grocery store and i my latest one is home depot can't stand mm-hmm. it so i'm just like no no i don't want to go there.
0: yeah i started ordering i yeah i we pick up from home depot now too it's so fantastic you just pull up in your little spot they bring the stuff to you you get the hell out it's fantastic
1: yeah i, I yeah. want to do that for now i just i literally irked the home depot i don't know how many times we've had to go recently for you know odds and ends repairing on this house and i'm just like i don't see this place anymore i i don't i don't like the people here i don't like what they're doing i mean it's just like do you people not believe in in like moving away from me <laughs> get the hell away from yeah me. Just step away it's yeah why my mom this lady one one day she just literally just stuck her whole body in front of me to get some light bulbs and i just turned around and looked at her and i go really we're in a pandemic
0: <laughs> yeah yeah get away
1: from me but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just all these things. I think I like it better when I'm at home. I it's just it's just me now. That I yeah a hard time adjusting that mannerism. But I guess, it is
0: it is funny because Mike and I were already like that. Like I would always just go pick up food and bring it home, and we would eat it at home. Like we would go out and see like Brett and Sarah, our friends, like maybe once in a month go have dinner with them. Like they were the only people we ever really hung out with. So nothing really drastically has changed for us as far as that goes, but it's made it more like, you know, like I would like to go walk around stores and stuff, and now I'm just like, yeah, I'm fine.
1: Yeah. I, w- I was like that too at the beginning. And I'm like, eh, I can't go, you know, do this and go do that. I don't want to, uh, I can't go to Michael's or I can't. Yeah and now I'm just like I don't want to go there I know unless I have to then I will but I'm with you if you can just pick it up order it pick it up let's go I don't yeah care. I don't I don't have to take off my flip-flops I don't have to do this I don't have to do that I can while you know go with my husband barefoot if I want to and I don't care <laughs> never put
0: a abroad <laughs> yeah
1: let me put this hair back up and let me just go get what i, I yeah the, these i'm sorry these are lifesavers these little things right here are lifesavers you mm-hmm. cover a whole face up don't have to do makeup don't have to what do you call it um do your lips don't have to do anything you don't have to smile you don't have to talk it's mm-hmm. just like you put it on and you're just so for me it's joy i'm like i don't have to smile i don't have to you know give that smirk or whatever I don't have to talk to you I don't have to do anything I just wear my mask and go and I it's just I I'm sorry I'm not going to stop wearing my mask because for me it's beneficial I enjoy wearing a mask I like it I want to I do too that I don't have to deal with these people I do too
0: yep
1: no I don't I don't I don't know. I just, I'm so glad that everything is coming towards an end for the better, you know, but I just, I like how it is right now and it's okay with me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to bitch about it. I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, and it's kind of taken the pressure off me that to have to go hang out with people. Like, I don't, I don't like to be the buzzkill. Like, I don't want to have to be the person that's like, I don't, I'm sorry, I'm having a bad day. I don't, I can't go today. Not having that pressure is nice, you know, it is, it's nice Um, to not have to like, come up with an excuse to not want to go someplace or, you know, whatever. And even stupid stuff like, you know, I'd still have to go into the office for meetings every once in a great while. Not having to do that is, it's so much less pressure
1: yeah it's less pressure it's less you know for me it's less traveling time i don't yes more i don't have to take a bus this a car to shuttle yeah (laughs) Yeah. yeah it's good i i i like this i'm okay with this um i'm okay getting food delivered or me picking up food or you not having to go places and You know, all those people. Because I can't stand it when there's so much people and they're just like claustrophobic. You know, it's no. I'm I'm actually having a better situation this way. My mom's the same way, and so is my husband. So we're just like three peas in a pod, and we're okay being at home or picking up some Chinese and coming home. We're like, okay, we do this.
0: My internet's going wonky right now. It's all. (laughs) I think it's disconnecting.
1: We should probably end it.
0: Yes, on that note, it was lovely to talk to you, my sweet friend. It was
1: friend. lovely to speak with you. I do no. like interested in speaking with me about supplements or whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm always up for just chit-chatting about anything health-wise or vaccine-wise or whatever. They can contact me and I'm more than happy to answer questions or whatnot. And, i say keep doing what makes your life joyful and having fun and trying to do everything you possibly can and i'm going to continue arting and i'm going to continue supporting people and supporting musicians my husband's a musician you guys are musicians people buy something (laughs) go to band. do band camp friday you know go to places like on Facebook that are positive, like socially distant fest, do this. When someone posts something that's happening like a live DJ on Twitch, go check them out. Do something fun. And you know, it doesn't always have to be negative. It doesn't always have to be social media as well. It can be other things out there in life that are happiness. Um, Like I said, we're a group of artists and I think that we need to support each other. Whether it be buying something or making something or listening to something, just support, support, support it. Right now, everyone just needs support. Buy a book, buy your music, you know, buy this, do that. Someone do something to support each other. Um, I'm just going to be biased, but like I said, I support all my friends as possibly much as I can um, to help artist right now because artists there's you guys can't perform you can't do this you can't do that so when you put up something new support that's you're awesome I'm gonna, that's all i'm gonna say i mean i support everybody i possibly can like i said but my friend um oh i didn't show you
0: <laughs> oh cool that's cool
1: this is very cool work um this is susie sue
0: that's uh, very cool
1: like i said he does work um and that's his pastime if anyone's interested on that they can check him out at banshee milk
0: (laughs) so i want you to dm me any links that you want me to put in the show notes of this video so that people can check out your stuff or whatever else you want to send i don't care whatever you want to put in there you just uh when we finish this send it to me in uh, messenger and i will make sure i link it this should be up posted tonight so um i'll tag you on it when i post it Uh and you really are
1: so my okay it's there I mean, people can look at it and whatnot, but my husband's going to switch the server next week. It uh, crashed. Oh, fun. Well, I...
0: yeah, just send me whatever, and you can send his links too, whatever, um, his music and all that stuff, and I know he's going to be on here shortly in the not-too-distant yeah, future, I so.
1: Him, I think you have him next month um, towards the end of the month with his cool.
0: band. Name. Cool. That'll be so. It will be, it will be it, very, because I don't know him. So I, you know, like, I don't know.
1: You yeah. him and, uh, I think it's yeah. funny that we met because of him.
0: That is funny. That is funny. <laughs> so I will end by saying that you truly are one of the most positive people I know. Thanks,
1: Tara. I see and you
0: wish you- well, thank you. I, I know I could be an ass, but. I don't ever see that side of you, though. You've always been super positive, and you really do support your friends. You really do. So thank you for that, and thank you for being my friend all these years.
1: Me, Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, I feel like you're part of our family.
0: For sure.
1: Whenever you want to come down this way, you guys are always welcome to stay with us. We have face now. That would be awesome.
0: That would be awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, you Aww. take care of yourself, and if you need me, you know how to reach me. And Absolutely, and back at you. Okay, honey. I'll
0: That's see hard. you soon. Bye. Love you. Bye.